All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome back. Lovely Wednesday. What a day, man. It's three hours in. It's flying by. With uh, Mr. Cohen on, 23 years as a writer on The Simpsons. Uh, just re- released a book with Dan Patrick. Oh, he was great. If you're a fan of The Simpsons, man, it was awesome. Is U of A grad? Got to like that. From Calgary, though. So, hey, not everybody's perfect. And we had Chris Dingman in, in uh, Who Is It Wednesday. He was telling some great stories. If you missed that, I highly recommend getting the podcast of each one or the individual interviews at jasongreger.com. It is The uh, Gregor Show presented by our title sponsor, PlayAlberta.ca. Alberta's only regulated online gambling uh, website. Uh, hey, tonight, somebody won big winner last week, but still uh, 10 mil up for grabs in the uh, gold ball jackpot for Lotto 649. Or you can uh, get in on the uh, the games, uh, five games in the NHL tonight, including uh, Pittsburgh and Montreal, Boston, New Jersey, Anaheim's in the island, uh, Buffalo, Colorado, Winnipeg, and L.A. So none really impact in the orders as uh, they try to climb into an actual playoff spot. But uh, when you're on an eight-game winning streak, it's getting closer all the time. Uh, you combine their victory last night with the loss by uh, Arizona, and the orders are one back of the Coyotes with two games in hand to uh, get into the uh, wild card spot. That's obviously their goal, and then you want to just keep climbing. Away they go. Let's get to the uh, spec report now brought to you by GS Construction. And hey, uh, they're climbing uh, underground construction. Hey, all the stuff that you don't see that is super vital to have our city running. That's what they do. Underground infrastructure. GS Construction. They're hiring. What an important job. Go to Indy.com and look up GS Construction as uh, Mark Spector uh, joins us. And Speck, uh, well, the orders were in the gutter early on, but man, they are in the penthouse right now. They are riding an eight-game 
uh, winning streak. Uh, Evan Bouchard has the longest point streak of any player in the league this year at 12 games, second longest of any Oiler defenseman in franchise history behind his coach, Paul Coffey. Uh, McDavid has another 10-game point streak. The fourth line has seven goals in 13 games. Spec and the Oilers are not only the highest-scoring team, over this uh, winning streak, they've also allowed the fewest goals. Are you a like they did this last year, right? For for a very long time, like is this a more of an accurate portrayal? Do you think of who the orders are, or do you still have some any major question marks at all? Well, you know, I, I think any economist when they're doing a study, they they throw out the two most flagrant numbers at each end of the scale and kind of study all the ones in the middle, right? So, listen, they're clearly not as bad as they were those first 13 for whatever games. Like, that was – came out of nowhere. No one saw it coming. Hope we never see it again. I got no explanation for it. I'm tired of talking about it. Let's move on. You know, are they a team that's going to never lose again? Well, they're going to lose again at some point. So – uh, somewhere in the middle, but I would say to you, uh, the real Oilers are a lot closer to the team we're watching now to the team we were watching then, absolutely for sure. Yeah, you look at their last 140 game spec, they got the fourth most wins in the NHL, right? Yeah. Um, they had, uh, they had their funk, but, um, and, and they've got for the most part, you know, all their core guys have been there through that. Right. Uh, you look, they, they didn't really add anybody new. That's, that's kind of who they are. Now their backup goalies changed. Uh, Connor Brown has come in. Sam Gagne's come in. Obviously, you know, Brown has, uh, people didn't think it was, I, well, I'll be honest. I didn't think it was possible to produce less than the guys that were in the top six, but here we are. Now I know it's only whatever 20 games now, but I say only that's still terrible production. Like at some point, Brown's got to get going, uh, offensively. Uh, Leon Drysaddle was skating with Fogel and Yanmark. Now I know Kane wasn't on the ice, but they finished the game at, at midway through the the uh, period, second period last night, uh, they switched up the centers. McLeod went with Brown and Kane, and Drysaddle went with Fogel and um, and Yanmark. And I don't know, Speck, if you saw it in the first period, Leon Drysaddle was right in the slot in the middle of the ice, a great shooting lane, and he tried to pass it. Like he looks like he's a guy right now that's fighting it a little bit confidence confidence wise. Yeah, I think that's fair. Something's going on. He's he is, you know. I think. <laughs> He, he's been saddled with Connor Brown and I get it. Brown's a project here. He's trying to come back and somebody's got to play with somebody. And Leon Drysaddle has had the pleasure of, of pulling that dead weight along with him through most of the first part of the season here. Uh, he's got Kane on the other wing who's been very good. I don't know if Kane and him, uh, you know, it's, I don't know if they've got the same chemistry that McDavid and Kane have. I'm not sure about that. Uh, but I think, I'm not going to call Drysaddle a victim here, but whatever's going on on his line, they're not going to fix it by messing with that first line because it's going so well. Yeah, Nugent Hopkins, McDavid, and Hyman, no coach breaks that lineup. So however Drysaddle wants to help himself or get fixed a little bit or change things up, it ain't going to be by messing with that group. So, you know, you can you can tell there's a sort of a – not a desperation, but it's hard to find the answer when you're basically promoting Ryan McLeod, who has done absolutely nothing to deserve better wingers or any type of promotion. He should be going south in your lineup, not north. But at some point, you're running out of players. you got to try something. 
Yeah, I don't know if, uh, well, you put McLeod with Kane and Heim, but or Brown, but keep in mind, Kane's injured. It's obvious he's injured. You know, he didn't skate, uh, uh, in the morning skate yesterday. He's not skating again today. Uh, you've seen it. Uh, his physical play isn't at the level that you normally see from, uh, Evander Kane. Uh, it's not obviously that serious, but I think it's, it's limiting him a little bit. So that's a factor. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, like the first and the fourth line, you're right. You don't switch them up. Their fourth line's actually played quite well, but I would leave it at this. Well. At what point though, you look and say, well, who is the best offensive right winger outside of, um, now I guess you'll go, Zach, you'll go Fogel for a bit here, but at some point you can make the argument spec that Sam Gagne might be a guy who should get four or five games with Leon Drysaddle just based on production. Well, uh, yes, but I think history might tell us that what's the best way to have Sam Gagne's excellent play start to be not so excellent play him way more than he's playing right now right he's perfect he's not playing too much he's contributing he's got some jump you know you play on Leon Drysaddle's right side and you're looking at playing 20 minutes of hockey every night I'm not sure that's you know I'm not sure that might be good for Sam for a game or two but over the long haul he's not a second line player he's not a 20 minute player I don't think it, it might be a short-term fix, Jay. I don't think it's a long-term fix. I, I don't want to be too hard on Sam. I don't want to be critical of him because he's been awesome. But sometimes awesome on the fourth line doesn't mean if I get five more minutes a game, I'm going to be awesome on the second line. Uh, no, that hey, that's fair, right? Um, for a few games, though, maybe. It's, it's something maybe. To, to me, I think. For Holloway to come back, right? Holloway's going to put yeah. a different – he's going to be the – he's going to jump into this lineup and maybe help you to mix some things around. That's a guy that's going to cause some new looks and some new line mates. And when he comes back, it's going to be a good thing, I think, don't you? Well, I had one goal in fourteen games, one point in fourteen games. Like I'm not, I'm not gonna, I'm not <laughs> gonna on. jump in like Dylan Holloway. Work with me here, man. Work with me. <laughs> you know, well, and plus, I don't expect to see him before Christmas, right? So you're still, you know, the order still. Have, well, they only got five games left for Christmas, and then to me, if he doesn't skate with the team before Christmas, spec. I can't see how he just jumps in after Christmas, right? Like he's got to get some practice time. And usually guys have at least one or two full practices before they, uh, before they jump back in. So we'll see, uh, where it is with, uh, with him. But I do like, hey, like I think Holloway can offer you some things for sure. He'll add some speed to the team. There's no question. Not that the team's slow, but it obviously adds that. So, you know, we'll see, uh, what goes on there. Um, the uh, the orders might get a little bit of a break tomorrow. Uh, Victor Hedman did not play in Vancouver last night, Speck, and uh, Rumlin's are. He might miss tomorrow's game. Wow. So you play the Blackhawks without Seth Jones, mm-hmm. uh, and you play the Tampas without uh, Vic Hedman. That's, uh, that's darn good luck is all I'm going to tell you. <laughs> that's very good luck. That's their – both of them are their 26-minute defensemen right there. So if that's the case, uh, you – Keep your mouth shut and you take the good luck that you just got. What did you make of Connor Bedard? First uh, live showing for you in the NHL. Really cool. Like it was so cool that he, he pulled that shot off, you know, cause that's his calling card. That's, that's the best thing about him. Nuge told me last week, he said the kid's 15 years old. He was already shooting harder than the rest of us. And to be at the rink for the first time, I know some people went and saw him with the Pats. I wasn't one of those people. Mm-hmm. Uh, to see him for the first time and get treated three and a half minutes into that shot. Oh, man. That, you know, there's no backswing. There's no follow-through. 
Ekholm's got his stick in there. He changed the angle and shot it so quick. And then not just shot it. It's not a crest job. It's right under the bar glove side. Like that was such an elite play from this guy. It's like, if, if I wanted to see one thing in that game last night, he showed it to me three and a half minutes in, man. Like, what a treat that was, huh? Oh, it was an unbelievable shot. And the release and just where, like how he pulls it oh. in and where he releases it from. Like, there's not many players that can shoot like that. It's, it's impressive. It was interesting, though. Like, you know, the first period, and really the first, I think it was seven minutes, Chicago had their two high-danger scoring chances. They didn't have one the rest of the game. Right, like yeah. Edmonton, yeah, it wasn't their best start. Sure, that's going to happen. But after that, they just they limited to virtually nothing. After that, now I understand who their offense is because after Connor Bedard's back, it was there is not a lot there. Uh, you know, they they did have a few. They they missed on one good chance. The guy just fanned on it. But uh, overall, you know, Edmonton, I thought I, I like Chris Knobloch's straight honesty in his post game. Hey, you know what? Um, it's tough. We we didn't come out strong. The guys look at the lineup. Of course, they you know they see all the injuries and you know you think you can just beat them. And like I like this honesty. That's it's truthful. You can tell yourself tell a blue in the face. Don't take him lightly. Don't take him lightly. But guess what? You're gonna take him lightly a little bit. But they didn't let him. They didn't take him lightly for full sixty minutes. They took him lightly for about the first ten to twelve. Yeah, well, they had nine. Chicago had nine shots on net in the last forty minutes. So, <laughs> I think what I what I saw, what my eyes saw, was was this. There was a time, and I wrote this today. There was really a time when this would have been a points night for the Oilers, a night for everybody to try to get a bunch of points. And by the third period, we'd have a couple guys with two goals. We'd be feeding them for hat tricks, and and the score would be seven to four. You know. That's how it used to go around here. And and I get it. Guys got to stock up on points too. But last night, what I saw was a team that went in after the first period and said, look, hold on here. This was a track meet. This was summer hockey. We don't, we don't, we're not playing that way anymore. We we're done with that. Mm-hmm. We're just going to come out and play a proper game of hockey. We're going to take care of our own end. We're going to make sure Bedard doesn't get another grade A chance the rest of the night. And I don't think he did. And we're just going to count on the fact that if we defend well, we're going to get enough chances. We're going to score enough goals, and that's it. They're not going to get any more, and we'll get a few, and we'll beat them 4-1. That's what happened. I don't think older, former Oilers teams ever really did that very well in this situation. I think they continued the first period track meet through the second and third. They could beat Chicago for fun, but this Oilers team chose a 4-1 win instead of a 7-4 win. And that's, as everybody knows it, man, that's the hockey that wins in the end. Mark Spector is our guest today. Spec, um, quickly, what do you make of Craig Berube? Ah, too bad, eh? <laughs> you know, here's what we know about every NHL coach. They all got one thing in common, pal. When it ends, it's because they got fired, <laughs> right? They use... They relieved Craig Berube of his job. I never met a coach that told me he felt relieved when they fired him. So, unfortunately for Craig, the moment came. Listen, you got to just look down at 30,000 feet at the job he did. He took over a team in St. Louis. He took them to a Stanley Cup, the only one in the long history of that team. He coached it. I was there in Callahoo when he brought that cup back and a lot of joy to that little town, you know, just a little bit north and a little bit west Edmonton. Uh, he's a good coach. He's a smart guy. He'll work again. I, I can't see why he wouldn't have another shot at her. Uh, and I like, uh, everyone calls him chief. I don't know if that's cool anymore. I know he answers to it more than he doesn't, but, um, 
Craig Berube is a good coach and a good guy. And, hey, he's wearing a Stanley Cup ring. So I think that's called success, isn't it? Oh, God, yeah. Like, you know, it was interesting. We had Greg Rashinsky on. He thinks this is more of a, a product of construction than coaching. And uh, if you look at St. Louis, like their decision not to sign Alex Petrangelo because there was argument they weren't giving him a no movement clause. And then you see all the guys oh, who have boy. a no movement clause in St. Louis. You're just like, what are you doing? Yep. Makes no sense. Bad idea. Oh, terrible idea. And, you know, Drew Bannister is in the former order. Of course, uh, he was on that uh, defense team that shocked the stars in 1997. It's kind of his call. Sure was more of a, an AHL guy for, for his pro career, but uh, he's been working as a coach, working his way up. And now he gets the interim job. So we wish him the best of luck. Speck, and we'll uh, see the, uh, see you at the rink tomorrow. And uh, hopefully we see Victor Hedman. I'd rather see him in the lineup. I love seeing the best players uh, in the league playing, but uh, you will have the only player in the last seven years who didn't play on the orders who won a Hart Trophy. Oh, sorry, won an Art Ross. Oh. Will be uh, in the lineup tomorrow night for Tampa Bay, and he's currently leading the league in well, scoring Kucherov. So that could be a good matchup. Oh, yeah, it's fun. to. I love watching Tampa play. They they really put their skills on in the game in Tampa last, whatever it was, two weeks ago. You know, Kucherov was great. Stamkos was great. Listen, we only get to see Tampa once a year here. I, I, I'm i with you. I want to see a game the heavens playing in. I don't want to hurt. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm looking up on my TV screen. Pittsburgh's playing Montreal. Remember the old days? Lemieux seemed like he was hurt every two out of every three visits when Pittsburgh came through town. We barely saw him. So, yeah, I'm with you. Let's see Hedman. Let's watch Kucherov play because he's a fantastic hockey player, man. And hopefully uh, Stamkos is unloading them from that spot on the left side of the power play because, you know, him and Ovech can do it pretty much better than anybody else, don't they? Yeah, very true. Speck, we'll chat with you tomorrow. Have a good one. All right, Jay. That's Mark Specter and the Speck Report brought to you by... GS Construction. We are up to uh, $12,250 in our month of giving package today. Steve is back in on our uh, farm package PBR. The canola seed. Unreal. It's a great Wednesday. All helping out the Christmas Bureau. Take a quick break. And uh, Cam Jansen, former NHLer, will join us next on The Gregor Show presented by PlayAlberta.ca. Oh, man. This is a good sing-along song. Elton, he has got a lot of sing-alongers. Don't tell me you haven't sat in your vehicle, maybe in your room, a few Elton John songs. There's many of them that you would want to sing along to. Oh, killer. That guy was ultra, well, that was, I guess he's kind of retired, but ultra talented, at least from uh, touring anyway. 527. Let's go uh, in the room, brought to you by Next Gen Transportation, heavy haul transport provider, 100% locally owned and operated, and they got all new platform trailers ready for action. Go to nextgentransportation.com. As uh, we are joined by a former NHLer and uh, covers the uh, St. Louis Blues very, very well, uh, also an uh, analyst and uh he and uh, Annie Strickland have a great podcast that you uh, should listen to as well. Uh, Cam and Stick podcast is a uh, Cam Jansen joins us on a busy time for them. The Blues last night uh, blow a lead and then their head coach, Craig Berube, Cam uh, gets let go. Um, I don't think it's due to one game. I'm never a believer in that. That You know, there are some people thought when the season began that maybe he was on thin ice. What do you make of the move and the direction, I guess, overall of the Blues right now? Well, first of all, I do like Elton John, too, just so you know. I was listening to your intro. 
I'm a heavy metal guy, but I like Elton John, just so you know. How can you not? How can you not? I know. No, sing along. I get, it, I get all, everything you're saying. But, yeah, today was crazy. And uh, I wasn't expecting it. Uh, the game was back and forth last night. Unfortunately, a lot of ex-Blues players contributed into that win for the Red Wings last night as well. So there was, there was a lot of drama going on leading into that game. But I went to bed. I got up, and I look at it, and I'm like, wow, okay. I thought that maybe his seat was warm, okay? There was even more talk of last year than this year. You kind of look at the team this year, and you're like, okay, it is what it is. We'll see if he can squeak in. We'll see how Arizona is. You see what Nashville is all about this year. But I thought he might have been warm and maybe get through this year, and then you give him 10 games next year and see what the, uh, you know, how the emotion is within the team. And then maybe the seat gets hotter. But, boy, oh, boy, I tell you what, though, the city's not happy right now because Craig Berube is loved in this town. Yeah. Wow. I, I, I was reading comments online. There's, you know, there's lots of people that, uh, you know, aren't in love with their general manager right now and the construction of the team and many point fingers back to the, to the Alex Petrangelo and, you know, hinging on not giving him a no movement clause. And yet after that, it's like he's Oprah Winfrey and he's giving everybody a no movement clause. So, um, well, is, is that too easy or do you think that's an accurate statement that the Blues have just ever since that Petrangelo decision that the organization's been on a slow decline? Well, okay, after they won the Cup in 2019, they were rocking and rolling. They were smoking everybody. You're like, okay, here it is. COVID happened. Okay, fine. And then you had the year where they got a couple years ago, they had 109 points. And, you know, Kadri runs into Bennington. Bennington was standing on his head. They look good. They look quick. They're like, okay, without Petro, the, the collision happened. And then it went downhill from there. But, yeah, and it has. And, you know, now some of these players that you've, you've committed to just, just aren't, aren't doing enough. So I, I just, what does he do? You know what I mean? Like, you can't send guys down. No. So I don't, I love Craig Groovy. I don't think it's on him. Maybe he lost touch in a locker room with some of these young guys. You know, obviously Jordan Kyrou seems always brought in the mix. And maybe that, that's the case. But, you know, you committed a lot of money to the kid. He's not performing this year. He's okay here and there. Whenever you see him and he's on, you're like, oh, there you are. Oh, okay, now I get it. But then he gets lost. He gets lost on the wall. And they're frustrated here. They are. So it's a weird situation. Again, a lot of drama. And I, I, don't, I don't see this turning the right direction for a long period of time. You're always going to get your bump in the new coach. Everybody's trying out again, basically. But I just don't see it turning out uh, the way I think everybody in the city wants it to turn out. So uh, Drew Bannister comes in, uh, interim coach, uh, a tough situation, Cam, I think, uh, to say the least. Or is, is, like, we've seen Minnesota and Edmonton make coaching changes, and boom, it, it worked out very well. Could we see a similar thing in St. Louis? Yeah, I think you will for a little bit, you know. I just, you know, you, you, you guys had you guys have a ton of talent yeah. in Edmonton. You do. And you were in a different projection at the, end, the, at the beginning of the year as well. Like everybody's like, oh, you're, you're going to go all the way. Now things are turned around. You guys have superstars, obviously. So I don't know. It's gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm curious to see what is going to happen. Can you get the power play fixed? Like you're losing games because of that. Mm-hmm. As a whole, you have more uh, uh, shorthanded goals than you do power play goals. Like, yeah, that's, it's good that you're scoring shorthanded, but that's god-awful. 
you're literally losing games because you're not scoring in, 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 in different situations throughout some of these games when you have the man advantage. That's got to that's got to change. And you know what? Maybe Stevie Ott, who I love, played with him in juniors. Awesome guy. He scored 50 and 50 in Windsor. The crowd went crazy. But his power play this year is not not doing much. Yeah. It's very frustrating. And as a player, I'm telling you, when you're you you know you you get your man advantage, you're like, let's go. And all of a sudden, they go down and they're putting pressure on you when you have a man advantage in a power play. It's depressing on the bench. It's a buzzkill. And it just slows you down in the hole. And that happens all the time. So there's some problems, for sure. When you watch the power play, Cam, what's lacking? What's missing? I mean, okay. Like, I'm not going to come out here and tell you I'm a power play specialist. But they're just moving, moving around and they're not getting anything done. Like, there's not – everybody has a, a different kind of play. Like, you got to be creative. You know, there's a couple guys out there like Jake Neighbors and Pavel Buchnevich who – find ways to create chaos in front of the net. So if you do want to go uh, pass the puck around the perimeter, you can get it through. And at least there's chaos going around, so the boy might not see it, and you get some dirty goals, but just nothing. In fact, I can't even break it down for you because it seems like the other team has the puck more than they do. So it's a problem, but they have enough skill to where you can fix that. You don't have to be a superstar team to be good on the power play. you got to be creative. So... I'm going to leave that on Stevie Ott. Again, it's not all on him. It's the players, too. Everybody blames everybody else but the players. No, it is the players' fault. There's guys that are underperforming, and that needs to change. they got to get in the playoffs, man. Like, there's money involved, too. Like, you know, like the, people are still selling out. If you looked at the Athletic the other day, there's an article about who the attendance for each team and the Blues are the 99th percentile. That might change. Last year, it didn't. They still packed it in, which is always a good thing, but – these guys need to get in the playoffs, create some stir in this town because uh, the Cardinals and the Blues, it's just not happening right now, and that's a problem for the city. Cam Jansen joins us, uh, analyst for the St. Louis Blues, as they uh, fired Craig Berube last night. Drew Bannister will take over. Uh, that stat is amazing to me. Seven power play goals uh, in 27 games, and they have eight shorthanded goals. Great for your shorties. They lead the NHL, but uh, they've scored the second fewest power play goals, so... Uh, not ideal. Um, you look like they, they committed to guys like, uh, Thomas and, uh, and, and Jordan Cairo that say, Hey, these are our future guys. You're going to be the next kind of wave of the top end guys in St. Louis. And, um, what, what do you make uh, your best players? I know that they're not McDavid, but your best players of whatever team you're on have to be your best players. And, uh, Jordan Cairo's got, you know, he's got five goals, 17 points. Not terrible, right? Like, I think he's third on the team. Uh, and Robert Thomas is kind of doing what he's always done. He's a point of game player. Well, what do you make of their offense? And what, who's not, like, where are the problems with the players five on five? Who's not pulling their weight? Or is it mainly just on the power play? Well, I think it's, well, the power play is a big issue, but I think, no, like, it's not good for Jordan Cairo to have five goals right now. I mean, it's just not, you know. And, and and when you see flashes of him, when he's on his game, you're like, man, he just can separate from guys. Like his first three steps, he's quick with the puck. Like he's, he can be a step ahead of you. He's got a great shot. Um, but then you lose him. Then you lose him. And I think that's very frustrating, not, for, not just for Army, but for Ruby at the time. Hopefully uh, Drew Bannister can come in and kind of unlock something within him. But, no, that's not acceptable, you know. Five goals, like, he's got to get going. He had 37 last year. I know he was dash 26 or whatnot, which is also not good. I see when he's on defense, plays where he's great. Then the next game or the next shift, you're like, uh-oh, 
losing the puck on the wall. So, no, he's got to completely change his game. He's got to get going for sure. Uh, but he's got the tools to do it. Robert Thomas, yeah, he's shooting the puck a little bit more. He is a point per game. Um, you know, I like the way he plays. You know, Pavel Buchnevich, Jake Neighbors is a positive. Came, you know, he's a, wasn't supposed to be a top six player, but he is. Going to the net, he's mean, which is always, you know, an extra benefit. Just to have that weird, mean attitude, maybe. He'll catch it with your head down. He'll stick up for his teammates, but he's also good with the puck. So there's some positives. Cole Brakel's having a pretty good year. Jordan Bennington, I'm going to give him a shout-out. He's standing on his head at times. That's why they won in Vegas the other day, because he was unbelievable. So um, if they could just get a couple things clicking, you could sneak into a wild-card spot, and you never know what's going to happen in the playoffs. But, God, the, the way they've been losing lately, no wonder Army was pissed. Like, there was just not enough. You know, he even talked about that today in his press conference. Like, there's ways to lose. Like, they just didn't have, they just don't have it. And that's a problem. What about Jacob Verona? What's going on there? Like, the guy just, man, he seems like he's got a lot of ability. And, like, what's up? He's, now he's sent on waivers. He's going to the AHL cam. Is, it, is the, uh, is the, does the light not burn bright enough? Often enough? Yeah. Well, probably, dude, I play with thousands of guys like that. <laughs> I know I'm exaggerating with thousands, but no, there's, Seriously, like even in St. Louis, where you like you look at guys where they've had it, and he's had a career, man. Don't get me wrong, like he's had a good career. Like he just, he just didn't. If you watch him, like you see again, spurts. Now, when Jordan Kyrou does that, he's going to put up a point here and there, and it's you know it's amplified a little bit. But Verona had some, some. He had every opportunity, like he really did, and he just didn't do much with it. And so, if he's not scoring, like he's not doing enough on defense, he's not mucking in the corners enough. And then at that point, Craig Brewey, you know, how he is, he's probably like, no, you're not doing anything. So if I can't put you on the top line, I can't put you anywhere. And that is, again, a problem. So, look, he, he might get picked up. Actually, actually, he got sent down. Who knows? Maybe later on they're going to call him back up. Maybe it's a little wake-up call to go down in the minors. I remember doing that, and it certainly is. You do not want to be down there, although he's still getting paid his uh, NHL salary. When I went down on a two-way, you're like, oh, boy, paycheck's a little different. So um, so he's going to be okay, man. But, you know, those kind of players come and go, but they got to figure something out. What about on their back end? Like, do you see any sort of move coming here? Are they going to wait and see where they're at uh, leading to the deadline? You mentioned kind of getting in. Because I don't think the Blues are bad enough, uh, you know, to sell off guys. But they do have some UFAs, you know, Kespa, well, Verana was one, but he's not playing very well. Uh, you know, Scandella maybe on the back end get some interest, but like, what do you, what do you see them doing? How do they change this team? I don't know how they can. Okay. I don't get me wrong. Scandella had an awesome goal the other day. Did you see that? Yeah, yeah. So I think it was still, he goes down on a breakaway, backhand, top shelf. Good for him. But, but again, like, yeah, that was nice, but who are they going to trade? Who, it's got to go both ways. They tried to Tory Crew with Philly. He doesn't want to go anywhere. Yeah. He's like, no, I'm not going to go to Philly. Well, now you look at that, maybe he would. I, I don't know. Things change all the time, but I think their hands are tied. Yeah. Well. In a way, you know, they, they truly are. It's, it's tough. Yeah, you're it's going to be tough. There needs to be some sort of shakeup. Listen, again, you, you brought up the Petro thing. Like, even at the time when that didn't go down, I'm like, oh, maybe, maybe Army's right on that, but I, I don't know now. Like, you have to have a number one D man. Petro dominates still, like he yeah. just does. If you watch what he did in the playoffs in 2019, if you go back on NHL Network, sometimes they have the games on. He has the puck the whole game, making plays, 
spinning off of guys, hitting guys, clearing the front of the net the right time. <laughs> and now you don't, you just don't have that. Pareko, I got to give him a shout out though. He's playing pretty well. Fox always pretty consistent, but other than that, you know, everybody has a superstar. Cam, always good to catch up with you, man. We appreciate it. Have a great day. You too, man. That is Cam Jansen uh, joining us from St. Louis. Uh, we'll come back. Uh, we're going to have a little uh, power 20 minutes here, something tells me, on the bids for the month of giving. That's coming up next. The Gregor Show and Sports 1440. We'll get to uh, Action Electrical next. 546. Jason Gregor. Uh, Steve and uh, Grant, be sure to uh, answer your phone calls because... Uh, or not your phone calls, your phone. Because Connor Howell is going to be calling you, as uh, we always like everybody when we get down to uh, the final few bidders to uh, be on the phone so they can get their bids in rather than say, hey, I texted you, didn't get it. And obviously, uh, this is a great package today. Amazing amount of money that we've raised so far for the Christmas Bureau. Big thanks to, of course, uh, Ryan Dennis, who offered this up from the uh, What the Futures podcast. With uh, Hey, if you're a farmer, you should be listening to What the Futures podcast. And uh, it's the 2024 Mentorship uh, Farm Business Program. It's a subscription to Harvest Profit. Create and execute your uh, 2024 farm business plan. You also get individual support and mentoring from Ryan Dennis. You will, uh, to maximize all your profits, you will get 80 acres of Pioneer Canola Seed. They pick a variety that complements your farm's agronomic uh, plan. You will also get eight tickets to the PBR, which is returning to Edmonton, uh, coming back to Edmonton uh, on Friday, November 8th. That's uh, eight seats, as well as dinner and drinks with Ryan prior to. So that is going to be a fun night out as well. So all that is included, and we currently have it at uh, 12750 dollars with Grant. So, uh, Stevie, be sure to uh, answer your phone. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for mother's day than whole foods market they're your destination for unbeatable savings from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts start by saving 33 with prime on all body care and candles then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just 9.99 each with prime round out mom's menu with festive rosé irresistible berry chantilly cake and more special treats come celebrate mother's day at whole foods market as um connor's gonna be calling you right now love it we got uh, a lot of text to get to 833-401-1440 in our uh, jiffy lube inbox uh, also uh let's get to the uh 
The Inside the Numbers brought to you by Action Electrical, family-run business for over 50 years. And uh, if you're looking to save more money, go with solar on your residence or on your commercial site. You can get it all, and you get grants from the federal government. You get interest-free loans for 10 years. Find out more, actionelectrical.net. So here, you know I love crunching numbers. How about this number for you? Are you sitting down? So the Edmonton Orders have won eight straight. They could tie a franchise record with their ninth consecutive win tomorrow. They won nine games in 2001 in a row, and they also won their final nine games of last season. But take that a little bit further. So essentially, in the Orders' first 3,990 regular season games, the Oilers won nine in a row one time. They are on the verge of winning nine in a row twice in their last 36 regular season games. How about that? Now that's a fun stat for I love this stat. That is crazy. Think about it. So the Orders won nine regular season games to end last year. Then they went 5-12-1 to start this season before winning eight in a row, which could be nine. Who knows when it's going to end? Like the Columbus Blue Jackets a few years ago won 16 in a row. Why can't the Oilers win double digits? They've never done it. They've never won double-digit games in a row in their franchise. Detroit hasn't. Arizona. Dallas. Minnesota. Also never done it. The Oilers could enter. They're like Seattle's done it for goodness sakes. They've only been in the league two years. So it's just one of those weird, odd stats. But the fact that the orders have had uh, two long winning streaks in such a short period of time, even if it's, you know, you've won uh, nine and eight in a span of 35 games. It's pretty impressive. So uh, they will look to take on the Tampa Bay Lightning, who uh, entered tomorrow night. And if uh, if you like matchups, we had Bedard versus McDavid. Pretty good, but I think it's safe to say that I don't I don't put Connor Bedard on the same level as McDavid just yet. And I don't really put any player on there, but one guy who's close is Nikita Kucherov. He's the only player who didn't skate for the Oilers, who's won the Art Ross in the last seven years. Right? He had 128 points, 2019. Solid season. He is leading the NHL right now. With 19 goals, 47 points in 29 games. McDavid is in seventh place. Now, he's got some games in hand. He's got three games in hand on Kucherov, and he's nine points back of him. Now, could he score nine points in three games? I don't think anybody would be stunned if he ever did, but he's done it many times before. But Kucherov is a hell of a player. Braden Point, Steven Stamkos, Hedman if he's in, Vasilevsky in goal. Like Tampa's got some big-name guys. There is no doubt about that. They won a lot. The Oilers actually have quite a good success rate against them. That's what's uh, that's what's good about them. So, oh well, uh, we'll see where it goes. I see the con man is uh, is working the phones right now. Hey, Gregor, what would happen if the Oilers traded Connor Brown? Do they get any of his bonus overages off the cap? Peter, no, Peter, they do not because he hit those bonuses while it was games played in Edmonton. If it was, let's say, 
10 goal bonus. If you didn't hit the 10th goal in Edmonton, it's not on you. All right? So that's kind of that's kind of where it's at. So we'll uh, we'll see where it's at. I'm hearing Connor. I think we might be up to uh, thirteen five, maybe fourteen thousand. Amazing! I think Grant's going to be our big winner today. Fourteen thousand dollars for the Christmas bureau. Amazing stuff, man! Uh, big thanks to uh, Steve and everybody who helped uh, bid it up. But uh, Grant is our big winner today. Fourteen k for the Christmas bureau. That is amazing, amazing stuff. I love it. Tomorrow's package, in case you're uh, curious. Hey, do you like you like to have fun? Well, I like to have fun. <laughs> Classics. Uh, uh, Carius, Eddie Steele, Dave Schlemko, Laddie Schmid, they will be your guests. You and six, you and five friends, so six of you, will dine at Chop Steakhouse, Ellerslie, or downtown. It's a five-course dinner with wine pairings, your choice of beverages. It'll be in their private room. So that's package one. And then package number two is the handcrafted tabletop and two chairs for the diehard Oiler fan. Right, The stools have the Oilers logo. The tabletop has the McDavid engraved photo from LMB Designs. You can see the pictures tomorrow. So those are our two packages. Big shout out again. Thanks to uh, Steve and everybody else who bid. And Grant, you're the big winner. $14,000 for the month of giving. Amazing. On behalf of Connor Halley, I'm Jason Greger. Have yourselves a great evening. Enjoy night off, order fans. Maybe getting tired of winning. Probably not. But uh, you can watch. Ah, I don't even know if there's any games for you to watch. The Raptors are in action if you want to catch that out. Let's get to the comment. A Sports 1440 update brought to you by Legacy Heating and Cooling. Home of the no payments. No interest for one full year on your furnace. Stay warm all winter. Get great savings. No payments. No interest for one year. LegacyHeating.ca. Good night. We will set up the orders and the lightning tomorrow. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.